Bible. Coffee talk with the Hoffmans. Hey everyone, welcome to Bible Coffee Talk with the Hoffmans. I'm Allie. Justin is beside me. Welcome. We're going to try doing this in one take. And I tell you that because every time I hit record to do a podcast, I must hit it like 12 different times over and over and over because I don't like the way I've done it. So this is a one take podcast. So uh, we've got a great show for you tonight. Uh, but two things. When I'm drinking, we are drinking just a regular, just Maxwell House coffee, <laughs> something simple. And uh, I'm going to turn this entire podcast over to the Lord for his blessing and approval. So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father God, I come before you with Justin and all our listeners. I welcome the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I ask that every word out of my mouth and Justin's mouth be pleasing to you. And Lord, I just ask you to get this message to all those that need to hear it and let it touch their hearts, their minds, and their spirits. In your beautiful name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hi, honey. Hello. Hello. <laughs> what is our podcast on tonight? Well, tonight we're doing the many blessings of God. Many, many blessings. There's different kinds. There's many, many kinds. And what really uh, persuaded me to do this topic on this podcast today was that I think a lot of blessings we don't even consider. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're what I call hidden because in our in our daily lives, maybe we don't see how God's protecting us from certain things, how he is leading us in a certain way that we don't understand. Right. And I think there's so many multiple blessings that we don't even see. We, we see how God feeds us every day. We see how God gives us a home and a bed to sleep in. And, you know, we thank God for those blessings, but we don't see how, you know, if we would have went down a certain alleyway or something, someone would have attacked us and he kept us from that. Or That's a blessing. You know, that's a blessing. Yeah, absolutely. So there's there's many blessings and, and a lot of them are hidden too, I believe. Right. And and I like what you just said about going down a certain alleyway. There are many times for me and you, and I know a lot of our listeners, where they're late for work and they're, you know, getting all agitated and cursing. And they're like, I'm so late. And they walk in half an hour late, they get in trouble. But little do they know that later on when they listen to the news, that at that very moment that they were held up in traffic, there was a really bad accident or a gas leak or, you know, crash that had come down. And if they had been at that intersection, they would have been involved in that, that accident. And all these little things that we take for granted are blessings. Well, Everything. yeah, 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 definitely. And, and I, I always tell this story when I tell people my testimony and I'm pretty sure I put it in my testimony that I shared on YouTube, on my YouTube channel. And I was, uh, living in a small town in Saskatchewan and me and my friend were walking down this alleyway and these guys come and, and they, they start, uh, punching me and kicking me for no reason at all. Like literally we didn't even talk to them, nothing. And they had me on the ground and they're kicking me and, and, you know, and swearing at me. And, and the only thing I said was, Jesus, help me, Jesus. I said the name of Jesus. They stopped right away. Praise God. I got up and I'm walking along with them and my friend Lee. He's walking with, with us too. And the one guy hands me my hat that had fallen off. After punching you. After punching me and kicking me and and like I couldn't understand why it happened but I look back now and I go wow that was that was the Holy Spirit that was the Lord intervening on my behalf and that was what I'm referring to as a hidden blessing you know like in Ephesians uh, Ephesians 320 
says, Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask on him, according to the power at work within us. So he, he can do more than we can imagine, yeah. you know, in his, his, his power, his grace is his power working within us. And we don't see it a lot of the time because we just live our life blindly. A lot of people in this world live their life blindly. Mm -hmm. Uh, They go about their day and they don't realize how much God is doing for us on a daily basis. And and the other thing I want to just point out is is that um, those who are God's, God protects, whether you realize it or not. You know, right from the time, even before we were created, our names were written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Amen. And so he knows who you are. And we, as believers, know the voice of our shepherd. We're all sheep and we all know the, the voice of our shepherd. I'm going to tell you a story. There is a sister that I know who is very near and dear to me. And she's having some trouble with where she is living currently. Um, there are people residing in the same dwelling um, in different, I guess, apartments. Now, I don't know the, the particulars but uh, this one story, um, I guess they work uh, during the night. So they're sleeping all day. And my sister has a child. And the child, she has been trying to, you know, say to her, you know, you have to be quiet during the day. We have to be quiet because they're sleeping. But at nighttime, when the little girl is sleeping, the people who are now up make all kinds of noise and they're not respectful. And she has asked politely, could you please keep it down? And they basically laugh at her. She is a Christian, so she will play worship music and they can hear it uh, when they're sleeping during the day. They can hear the worship music, any tiny noise. And I, I, I'm supposing that they can hear. Anyways, um, they don't like the, the worship. They don't like the name of Jesus. And they have literally banged on her door so hard that it should have come off the hinges. And I have seen pictures, you have too, honey, yeah, um, yeah. where it is badly scuffed and the, the door frame is a little bent. And mm-hmm. she has written over her archway the name of Jesus. She has anointed her archway. Um, now, when I say that the door should have come off, that's a blessing that it didn't. Yeah, and amen. a lot of people would ignore that and say, you know, oh, you know, I'm so grateful that the door, you know, held up and didn't, you know, cave in. And But who are you grateful to? Do you know what I mean? Like this sister was very uh, grateful to Jesus for protecting her and has asked many, many um, blood-bought believers in Jesus Christ to pray for her and her daughter. And many, many people have. The hidden blessings that I guess Justin and I, and I are talking about are the little things that many people ignore or just brush it off or mm-hmm. don't even acknowledge. And it's those little things that if you acknowledge the little things, and there's a parable in the Bible in the book of Matthew that talks about this. And I read it in my last podcast, my AMSR one, um, where the the landowner gave three talents of money to three separate employees of his. He gave 10 to one, five to another, and one talent to another servant. And he said, I'm going away. I need you to look after this money. The two that were given the highest amount, the 10 and the five talents, invested it. The one who had one talent buried it and did nothing with it. So when the landowner came back, he summoned his servants and they came to him. And the five and the 10 um, talent servants said, I'm bringing you back what you gave me, plus an additional 10, an additional five. And the the landowner was so happy. He was like, thank you for doing much with the little that you were given. And the one that was given the one talent did nothing. 
And that's where I'm going with this, is that if you're given something from God and you do nothing with it, you don't acknowledge it, you, you bury it, you brush it off, you won't be given anything more. <laughs> so that's that's the, the hidden blessings. And yeah, is if you yeah. see something that God has done for you, you know, the, the protection he's given you, the, the little blessing, you know, I don't have a $20 bill. We were just discussing this at dinner time. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have a $20 bill to go and get groceries, but I've got... You know, five loonies in Canada, you have $1 loonies. Um, I have five loonies, five coins, and I have, you know, four quarters. So with my $6 and change, it wasn't enough uh, to buy a steak, but it was enough to put dinner on the table. That's a small hidden blessing. Thank you, Lord, because I could be going without right now. You supplied me $6, even though it's not a 20 or $50 bill. It's something. And you provided, and my children and I aren't going hungry tonight. I'm not saying that applies to me. I'm just saying to anybody that, you know, if you have, you know, morning coffee and you don't thank God for it, will he supply you with more if you don't thank him? He is, he is the author and the finisher. He supplies all our needs. Yeah, amen. I, I think a lot of people, they're, they're so prideful and, and it's, it's uh, you know, that they, they, they are so used to taking care of themselves all the time and, and working for themselves and working for their needs that they don't think it comes from God. You know, they're, they're persuaded that they're the ones that are doing it and they're so self-righteous that they believe that they're the, the ones that are doing it. But it's God that's blessing us with everything in our life. Yes. And it's God that has directed our path from this before the earth was created. You know, he, he directed our entire path. He knew our, our whole life from start to finish. Yes, he did. And I mean, like, it's very evident in the Bible, like in James one seventeen. if you want to turn to James and turn to the first chapter. That's at the back. And that's right near the back of the Bible. Yeah, it's in the New Testament. And the 17th verse in James 1 says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Amen. So even if you think that, you know, you're providing all your needs yourself, you're not. God is your provider. And there's another chapter in the Bible, too, that says that we should work as if we're working unto God. Right. And, and not for ourselves. And, and that's... Uh, you know, something that uh, we should all live by. It's, it's, it's why we say grace when we eat our food, yeah. because we are giving thanks to the creator. He's the one who created our food. Right. You know, we have all this, you know, man-made kind of food these days, but that's not real food. The real food from the earth was created by God. And we actually had this conversation the other day, if you remember it, baby, about uh, fruits and vegetables, how yes. you cannot take a tomato and make a tomato. You can't. There has to be like the seed that originally came from God. You can't grow a banana or an apple by uh, from nothing it has to come from an origin a seed no what it was was i i said to you what who come who came first the chicken or the egg (laughs) and i said well obviously it's the chicken because you can't have a baby without it being grown somewhere it had to have been made like a tomato it had to have been made in order for there to have been a seed we didn't come from a seed we were created by god and it's because of 
him creating man and woman that a child is created. Right. But so, what I was saying is like it it, it still comes from God. Right. God created that seed that made that tomato, that first tomato. Right. You can't make a tomato out of nothing, just like you can't make a human being out of nothing. You need two human beings to make a, a human being and they have to be male and female because we're created male or female and that's a whole nother <laughs> podcast altogether that we might get into another time, but you get where I'm going with this. Right. Like we we give thanks to God because he does bless us with our food and Jesus even said you know you uh God God takes care of the birds of this the air and you know he will how much more how much more well and they don't store up in barns so how much more will he take care of you oh ye of little faith you know so we know that God's our provider but I think there's so many things that we don't realize that God is providing for us you know um one thing that a lot of people take for granted is our salvation the fact that Jesus died on the cross for us and we don't have to go to hell that's the blessed hope you know that's that's a, a lot of a lot is that's taken for granted a lot in our churches today and it's it's not it's not spoken of enough in our churches today i mean especially with the the mega churches who promote this false doctrine of you know it's how much can i get in life like how much prosperity can i get how much you you know wealth and health and abundance and and god wants me to have everything in the world he doesn't want you to be a spoiled brat he wants you to be thankful that's why in in thessalonians it says give thanks in all things Mm -hmm. because god wants us to have a thankful humble heart and today you know just not today being like this day but in today's day um thank you honey (laughs) um in today's day and age it's a very fast-paced selfish me culture and everybody you know they don't give thanks for the things that they've been blessed with because it's well i got the job and i got the job because i went to school and i went to school because i worked hard and you know, I have this food because my paycheck paid for it. And no, it's God who gave you the education, who God who helped you finance your education, who got you the job, who was able to supply the groceries that you've bought to feed your family. Amen. And it's by God's Amen. grace that you live where you, you live. And you and I were talking about this. There are so many people that don't have that, that are homeless, that are living in tents, that have no food, that go hungry, that panhandle, that, you know, there's so many people that are, are without. And, and here somebody, you know, in, you know, um, in today's culture, they have the jobs, they have the cars, they have the bank account, they have the homes, they have, you know, hydro and, it's just, it's such a fast paced, me, 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 me culture. Does anybody slow down and properly thank the Lord for supplying all their needs? I mean, how many times do you go to bed and you just crawl into bed and you close your eyes and you go to sleep? Do you thank him for the day you've had, for his protection, for his provision? When you wake up in the morning, do you thank him for putting your name on the wake-up list and allowing you to get out of bed and stand up? There's so many people that can't do that. They get up and they have to wait for home care. They get up and they have to maneuver and, and put themselves in a wheelchair. How many times do you give thanks to God when you're rushing around trying to get ready for work for the water that you've had a shower in or brushed your teeth? Many people don't have that. South Africa, they, they're on rationing on water. They're only allotted a certain portion of water in a week. And once it's gone, that's it. You don't get any more water until the following week. 
the electricity that you have. Again, South Africa, I've got several female uh, sisters that live there and they say they random do blackouts. They will turn the, the hydro off for a portion of, I think it's six hours in the day where they don't have any hydro, any electricity. They have nothing. What you have in your fridge, you better hope that it stays cold and it's it's good because if you don't then it's spoiled do you give thanks for the protection there's many places in the world that you know again i say south africa just because i i know several people that live there that it's very wicked i mean several of my sisters can't go out because it's it's terrible the the rape and the the pillaging and the looting and the the violence that is going on over there but that's just not in south africa that's all over the world do you thank god for his protection that your family is safe that when you close your eyes at night that you're able to have a peaceful sleep these are all things that do you thank god for or do you just take branded you know uh, take for uh, for granted yeah. that, you know, oh, well, you know, I'm in Canada or I'm in the States. It's safe enough. Really? Because there's there's so many things. I mean, I could go on and on longer than the time we have about the, the safetiness, you know, your children. Do you thank him for keeping your children safe? That, you know, there's school shooters. There's, you know, um, sex trafficking people that are taking children. You know, they're, they're I mean, it's, it's crazy. This is a wicked, wicked world we're in. I would want the insur- the insurance of thanking God for everything he does, all his provisions, all the ways he looks after my family and I, yeah, thanking him for all the protection that he gives my family and I. We walk out of the house and we pray because it's just, you never know. A car could skip and jump over the sidewalk and crash into you. Um, somebody could get in a fight and pull out a gun and shoot and a random bullet hits you. You never know. Today and tomorrow was not promised. That's why it's so imperative that you thank God for the things that he does. Yeah, yeah, amen. And I, I pray every time I leave the house, mm-hmm. and we we always do, you know, I mm-hmm. pray that the Holy Spirit's with me. You know, you were talking about all the things in Africa, but you don't want to know what they do on the beach in India. <laughs> that's, that's... <laughs> if, you, if you ever want to find that out, just go ahead and Okay, and, and you know what, since you brought that up, in <laughs> India, yes, they... Let's just put it this way, I'm just thankful to God that we have a working toilet. Yeah, well... <laughs> okay, since you brought it up, the listeners are probably being like, what? In 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 India, they have, in certain portions of India, not all over, but they their plumbing system is deplorable. And there are lots of slums that have no working toilets. And when they do, uh, it's a communal toilet that you either have to pay for or they in, are in deplorable uh, conditions. So a lot of the people take to using the bathroom in little uh, groves, little tree groves, or... On the beach, on they'll the beach. go. They'll yeah. go right on the beach, pull down their trousers, and let her rip, and let her go. And the water will wash it out, and they'll walk in the water and wash themselves, and back in their cabs or back out shopping or doing what they got to do. But yeah, it's. But do you thank God for the toilet? How many of us actually do thank God for our working toilets? Yes, and, it's you know, it's funny. It's funny, and it's, you know, downright disgusting when you think about it. But you know what? Where would you be if you didn't have a toilet? Think about that. Where would you be if you didn't have toilet paper? Little blessings. That's so many... (laughs) (laughs) But so many people would be... um... Up Poop Creek without a paddle. That's right, exactly. (laughs) 
And I think after that, it's the perfect time to go into Scripture. Yeah. So uh, another way that Jesus says this is in Matthew, Matthew 6. If you want to go to Matthew, it's it's near the start of the Old Testament, right in the middle New of the Testament. Bible. And the New Testament, right in the start of the New Testament. Matthew 6, so 6, uh, chapter, chapter uh, 6, verses 30 to 33, Jesus says, But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Awesome, awesome Awesome. verse. I love those verses. That's Mm -hmm. incredible. That is so true. Why worry about anything? Mm -hmm. There's, there's... When, when you have Jesus in your corner, you don't have to worry about anything. And I don't know how many times I do this to myself. And this is a test. I know it's a test when it happens um, where we have, you know, things are tight. You know, I've got an unexpected bill that popped up that needs to be paid. And that's kind of put pressure on, you know, something else. And before you know it, what are we going to do? I mean, we've all been there. We've all faced that. Like, you know, I didn't, you know, bank enough hours in, or I didn't, you know, put money aside or, you know, this bill crept up and and now I'm kind of, I'm feeling the the crunch here. What am I going to do? And you start to panic and you start to worry. I've been there. You've been there. And I know a lot of the listeners have been there Mm -hmm. and you don't have anybody to go to and you don't have, you know, money in reserve that you can pull from. These are moments where God's like, lean on me trust in me. If I can make sure that every bird that I've ever created is fed, is looked after, that they have something to eat, that they have shelter, then how much more will I do for you? I I made you um, paradise, and the Garden of Eden, because I loved you so much. And because you fell, because you, you listened, meaning mankind, um, the serpent, and were led astray by sin, I still wanted you with me. There was no way. So I made a way. I gave my son to die for you. So if I can do all that for you, you don't think I'm going to make sure you have food to eat? Mm-hmm. You don't think I'm going to yeah. make sure that you're protected, whether it's, you know, in a you know fancy house, you know, uh, an apartment, a room, a car, a, a hotel room, a tent. I'll make sure you have somewhere to put your head. And I'll make sure that my hand is sheltering, covering, protecting you. And I'll make sure that when you wake up, you have something. It might not be surf and turf. It might not be, you know, home- homemade lasagna with garlic bread and cheese. It, it might not be that. It might be, you know, half a bologna sandwich. It mm-hmm. might be, you know, half a sleeve of soda crackers. But you're putting something on your stomach. Your stomach's yeah, getting yeah. something. The Israelites lived in the desert for 40 years yeah. off of manna. Yeah. <laughs> and manna is not as good as bread. No. You know, and you, and you said, like, the birds, he takes care of the birds. But the reason I wanted to reference that scripture in particular that I just read is to show you that he takes care of every strand of grass. The grass doesn't wither, Jesus said. You know, so if he takes care of every strand of grass, how much more are we to him that he sacrificed his only son, Jesus, to die on the cross for our sins and so he always always meets our needs and he always provides he's a good god and i can hear our viewers our listeners when you said that the grass uh, doesn't wither i can almost hear some of our listeners saying uh there are parts of the grass where it does wither and and that's that's a good point 
I don't know if you've actually said this, but that, that I, yeah. So I'm just going to throw this out there that there are parts that are worn away and withered and dried up, but they're the ones that are not looked after. They're the ones that mm-hmm. are, are neglected, much that like aren't cared race. for. Much like the human Exactly. <laughs> so, you know what, like anything, you know, if you are taken care of by the Holy Spirit, if you are um, being looked after by the Holy Spirit, you're not going to wither. And if the grass is being tended to by the gardener, if he's, you know, watering it, if he's, you know, um, giving it the nutrients it needs with, you know, grass fertilizer and trimming the the dead ends off the the top of the blades of grass by a, a lawn cutting, then that grass isn't going to wither. It's going to thrive and be th- be lush and green mm-hmm. and well taken care yeah. of. And that's with anything. That And that, again, is another blessing. Yeah. There's so many blessings that... You know, I mean, it's it's ridiculous how many things so many people take for granted. And and it, it's heartbreaking because if you only knew, and, and we talked about this a little while back. I don't know if you remember, honey, when we were talking about, you know, if if you could see the love I have for you or if you could see the way I look at you through my eyes, you'd know just how much I love you. But if you could see through Jesus' eyes all the ways that he has been there and stood by you and protected you and taken care of you and supplied your needs and made sure that you had instead of having not and made sure that you um, you didn't go without. If you saw all the different ways that his hand has been in your life and moving you and, and, and caring for you, you would certainly be thanking him a whole lot more for the things he's done and thanking him for the things he hasn't done. There's lots of times where you will pray for something saying, you know, please make make this happen. Please help me, Lord. And it's fallen through and you think God hasn't heard me. He didn't hear my prayer. And a lot of times people give up and it hardens their hearts. And so they don't thank God any longer yeah. for anything they have. But, and this is a huge one for me because, and I'll give you a for instance, when I was at, um, I was renting a house through a friend of mine and this house I gave up everything to move into this house with my children. And I thought this was a big blessing that God was providing this wonderful new um, life for us, a fresh start. And it turned out to be what (laughs) the kids and I call the house of hell. I mean, we froze one whole winter. We went without, there was no heat. Um, We couldn't get any more uh, propane delivered to us because the previous tenants hadn't paid their bill and they wouldn't open a new account for us. Um, We froze and, um, this friend that I thought I had turned out to be a terrible, uh, terrible person. And I pulled away from them and they retaliated and they took basically everything I had away. They took the vehicle I had, left me stranded out in the country, no way to get groceries. Um, so it was pretty much from the help of other believers that had gotten me a moving truck. My kids and I moved our things to storage. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and... Um, and we went in um, the whole time that we were there. And I'm wondering, I'm, my, my ex-friend had given me 14 days to move a four-bedroom house and be out um, of this house. <laughs> what a friend. And exactly. And, <laughs> and I'm thinking, fine, fine. You know what? Um, there's obviously a lot more to this, this story. And it's in my um, testimony in one of my um, episodes. So if you want to go back and hear that, you can find out the whole backstory. But... A short synopsis, they, um, I had 14 days and I had to find a new place for my children and my three cats. And 
I, everywhere I kept looking, they were disgusting. There was like bed bugs, there was cockroaches, there was hypodermic needles, they were like alcohol uh, bottles all over and really dangerous, uh, like places. And I was being turned down for everything, everything. I didn't have the credit. I didn't have the references. I didn't have a job. I didn't have any money. I had nothing on paper. I was filth. So, um, I had prayed so much. I was on my knees and every time I'd go to apply for a new place and I'd get turned down, I, I'd get so excited that I'd applied and I'd be like, Lord, please, please let this come through. And then I'd hear back that I was rejected. I'd be like, why? Why are you doing this to me? And I was getting angry with God. And I was, I literally went to a church and I started screaming at um, the Lord in the sanctuary by myself. I just started yelling at him, like giving him the business. And I think I had one day left. And the night before we were supposed to be out, I had called a shelter and I'd been calling them up until this point and there was no room. So that night I had called a shelter and they said that they had space, not only for my daughter and I, but also for my son. And my son at the time was 18 years old, which I thought in a shelter they wouldn't do, but they did. They put us all in one room with three beds. It was very clean. It was warm. It was cozy. We had our own little fridge in our our room. The door was locked. I mean, it was it was a little piece of heaven. I was able to breathe and sleep. I tell you, in those 14 days, I didn't get a wink of sleep. The first night when I was at the shelter, I think I cried my eyes out because God had provided. And I recognized that. And all the time that I was angry and cursing God, God was there. He heard every word I had said. He had collected every tear that I couldn't speak. He He heard it all. And not only did he provide shelter for my children and I, we had 10 days in the shelter and he found us a home in seven. Just because God says no to you doesn't mean that he doesn't hear the prayer. Thank him anyways. Thank him. It's so many times we take things in our own hands thinking God doesn't love us and God's not providing for us, but he is. It might not be the way you want, but he's doing it. I mean, you could say you have a friend and, you know, you've gotten a huge disagreement and the friend left and you could be like, how could he do that? He's seeing something you're not. Thank him. Thank him for removing that friend. Uh, You might have been close at one point, but you know what? You don't know everything about people. And if he's seeing something that you're not, thank him. Because there could have been something down the road that would have dragged you away from him or caused you to sin more Mm -hmm. amen and like i think a lot of the time we don't we don't really see um what god is doing because his ways are above our ways you know his thoughts are above our thoughts and i always say this thing i say you know like instead of trying and going to god and saying you know why is this happening to me say what can i learn from this lord you know why are you taking me through this why why am i dealing with this difficult person a lot of the time we have these difficult people in our lives like like the friend that you were talking about who's who's dealing with those kind of uh, difficult people in her life, you know, we have those kind of difficult situations so that we can be Christ-like, so that we can forgive. You know, Jesus forgave his brothers who be- betrayed him right. and not only forgave them, but washed their feet, you know, and and loved them. And he knew they would betray. He knew that uh, Judas would betray him and he knew that Peter would deny him three times yet he still washed their feet yeah. and forgave them and he the Roman soldiers who pounded those nails into him and he bled a horrible death because of them he said father forgive them 
for they know not their ways, you know, and that's, that's a lot of the time with the situations in our life, you know, God gives us those situations for a reason. And if we're going through a trying time too, that's another reason to give God the glory through that time and watch him work in your life. Like you, you gave the one circumstance, but I could literally give enough circumstances in my life where I was just amazed at what God did, probably to fill up three podcasts or more. <laughs> You know, so God is amazing. I can't understand these people that don't want anything to do with God. You know, I, I guess it's like their upbringing and, you know, they had a religious upbringing and it's it's twisted their perception of God. But like to live without God, and I can think of, of certain people in my life who have chose to live without God in their life and they want to do it all on their own. They're very stubborn. And I don't understand it because God is so good. And not just with, with things, with material things or with, with blessing us with food, but he blesses us with so much more than that, with strength, with humbleness, with a humble heart, patience. With, with patience, kindness, with thankfulness, wisdom. with wisdom, with, you know, compassion and empathy and, and joy in our hearts. Like it's such a joyless, heartless world and it, it grieves your heart to see the way that people are. Can you imagine how it grieves God's heart to see the way that people are in our world today? Well, we, we've actually watched several um, Christian content videos on YouTube and we've watched these street pre preachers go, you know, preach in uh, England in and Toronto. in Toronto on, you know, right by the um, Eaton Center and that one, uh, Pastor David. Um, David Lynn. Lynn, thank you. Um, just watching how he is preaching in love about Jesus Christ and how the people challenge and they're angry and they're just coming at him and they're pro using profanity and they're spitting on him some are blowing smoke in, in their faces and uh bumping into them and and there's actually some where um he's preaching to uh the lgbtq community they're the most vicious ones of all i mean they're the ones that um are screaming you know include us include us but then when you start preaching in, in, you know, on Church Street, they're the ones that are like, get out of here. You know, we don't want you around here. Well, what if we had said that to you? We don't want you around here. Get out. Like, I'm, I'm, I just share this because even in those situations, these men that preach, the blessing of God is on them because he's protecting them because it could go completely south where they're attacked, mm -hmm. where they're beaten, where they're stomped on. Um, but they're protected. The hand of God is definitely on them. Yeah. Open your eyes. Open your eyes. Look at what's around you, where you are right now, wherever, if you're in your car listening to this, if you're at home, if you're wherever you are, look around you. Are you sitting somewhere comfy? Are you somewhere warm? Are you at home where you have all lovely things around you where you're, you're cozy and you're content and you're safe and provided and protected? Do you have a drink or a snack around you? You know, all these things that you have, do you give thanks to God for providing any of that? You know, if you've got a car, do you thank God for not only the car, but the gas? Do you thank God for the money to pay for insurance and the upkeep and the maintenance on it? All this isn't because you're working, comes because of a powerful God, because that job that you've got, you could lose due to an injury or an illness. You could lose in just the blink of an eye. And then what? Then who's providing for you? Don't take things for granted because it's not you and your... Um, um, self that's getting any of these things. It's Jesus that is supplying 
everything you have and all your needs. Yeah, amen. Amen. It's, it's God that provides everything in our lives. And like I was saying earlier, like he, his hand has been in our life from before the earth was formed. He planned our lives out. He planned everything out perfectly. Yep. And even if it, if you go through trying times and you go through, through struggles, there's reasons and purpose behind that, you know, and you, you were talking about how you go through those times and you worry and you think, Oh, what are we going to do to put food in the fridge? What are we going to do to put food in the table? But God always provides. That's why in the Bible it says over 365 times in different ways, fear not, right. you know, because God doesn't want us to live in fear and worry. He wants us to trust in him, put all our trust in him. And, and he never lets you down. I'll tell you, I'll tell you that right now. There's never been a time that I've gone through where I didn't glorify the Lord, praise his holy name and thank him. And he didn't provide. He's always provided. And, you know, not, like I say, that's not just always food and material things, but he provides everything that we need in our life. Mm -hmm. You know, when, when the Bible says that, you know, trust the Lord and he will give you all the desires of your heart. You know, a lot of people, they think material things, but material things don't keep you happy. You right. know, you're going to, you're going to get that new car and within a year or so, you're going to want a different car. You're going to say, well, I'd rather have that one. I'm not happy with this one anymore. Or you're going to get a new house and it's going to be the same thing. You know, oh, that guy has a mansion. I want a house that big. You know, you're never going to be happy with material things and nothing in this world will make you happy except for jesus christ it's the only thing that will bring you true happiness in your life can, is, is jesus christ and the power of the holy spirit in your life can, can i just say that at no point and i've been where you where you were just talking about mm -hmm. yeah. with the you know i've had something and i've wanted something more or i've wanted something bigger or you've been so excited that i got whatever it was and you know later on down the road been like that's eh, okay you know, it's, it's all right. It's no big deal. But when I got it, it was like, oh, yeah, yay. Yeah, exactly. And then it's like, eh. mm -hmm. I've never had that with Jesus Christ. Yeah. I've never been like, I want a different Jesus or I want yeah. a different God. Yeah, I have absolutely. only wanted more. more and, and when I say, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, and you could say, well, you know, you wanted more when you had this and you wanted something more different. It's, it's not the same thing. I want to be closer to him. I want to, mm -hmm. to uh, reverence him more. I want to worship him more. I want to be um, uh, more obedient. I want to please him. I want more of the Holy Spirit. I want to be on fire so that, you know what? When I walk by, by someone and I smile and I say, Jesus loves you, not only will they hear those words, but they'll see the Holy Spirit through me. I don't know how many times I've I've had a picture taken, and, and you even said this. Yeah. So many sisters, you know, and, and brothers have said, wow, I really see the Holy Spirit in her. Or, you know, and I've said oh, yeah. it to other, other sisters and other, I've said, wow, I can really see the Holy Spirit. I saw it, I saw it before I even started talking to you. I, I looked at um, a picture of her that she had, ironically, for this podcast, and I saw it in her eyes. And a lot of the time when someone has the Holy Spirit so indwelled within them, we can literally see it in their eyes. And uh, I can't I can't go through one day without looking at my wife and seeing the Holy Spirit because in her windows eyes. Because the, the, the eyes are the windows to the soul. Yeah, and I would say the only thing that really compares to that You're relationship... So Mm, I love you. I love you too. And the only thing that compares to that relationship that we have with Jesus Christ is our marriage. You know, mm -hmm. the marriage, you know, grows and the love for each other grows all the time. And we want to be better to our spouse and we want to do more for them. And the same thing happens with God because it is a relationship. Right. It's not a religion. You know, so many people say, I don't want anything to do with your religion. Good. You know, I don't, and want I don't either. either. I hate religion. <laughs> so I totally, I'm on board with those people. And I say, you know, I don't want 
want religion either. I want a relationship with Jesus Christ. And I do have one and it grows more every single day. And the more it grows, the more I see uh, the abundance of God in my life, the more I see the hand of God working in my life. And the more I give thanks for so many things. And and a lot of the time I'll find myself saying, thank you, Lord, for the things that I don't even see you doing in my life. And and that's that's where it comes full circle is when you're thanking God for the things you don't know about, the things mm-hmm. you don't see that yeah. that He does, that He has orchestrated. I mean, for I I know for you and I that when who was it? There was somebody that made a post saying, you know, when do you find your spouse the most attractive? And I wrote um, on their their. Um, on their thread, I had said, I find my husband the most attractive when he is worshiping. There are so many pictures that I have taken of Justin where he doesn't even know um, where he's been, you know, deep in prayer or he's been, you know, so engrossed in reading the Bible or he's been, you know, at the water's edge with his hands up just, you know, singing to, to Jesus. And that, I got to tell you, you know, if you're a woman, uh, of God with a with a heart for the Holy Spirit, you know what I mean. If you're married, you know what what I'm talking about because it's it's a it's so beautiful. You I can't even I can't even explain it unless you 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 are a woman of God. There's I've been with you know um, my ex husband and and a, you know other boyfriends. Um, they just don't hold a candle next to my husband because my current husband because they didn't. They didn't love the Lord. They didn't um, want to know him. They didn't reverence him. They didn't worship him. They didn't follow him. They didn't love him. They didn't obey him. When you have a spouse that obeys the Holy Spirit, that loves the Holy Spirit, that walks in obedience with the Holy Spirit, there's just this this draw. And and I know that there's scientific proof. There's people who are like, um, oh, well, my spouse, you know, I can, they have a smell to them that's just arousing. Or, um they have um they have a look about them you know or they wear a certain thing and and I just that just I find them so attractive when they have the holy spirit on them wow to me that's just incredible yeah yeah amen you, you can tell right away too you can tell from the way that they're acting that's this peace indwelled in them and and you can just i mean i can tell we're talking to people online when they have that that uh spirit of the holy spirit on them you know when when they have that uh you know close relationship with the lord you can just tell just there i i hate to use that word vibe no i get what you mean (laughs) but you know you know where i'm going with it yeah and and you can just tell i mean and some people have this evil spirit on them like I've, i i have tell talked, that too. you can tell that too because i've talked to so many people who you know deny god who are atheists and i've yet to meet one who's got this peaceful spirit on them anyone who i've ever met in my life who denies god and who worships themselves essentially you know or worships the devil without even knowing it a lot of them do you know they have this really negative or evil vibe about i hate using that word vibe but spirit about them you know Mm -hmm. and you can tell right away and it's it's because the spirits are different than are controlling them than the ones that are controlling you know someone who's indwelled in the holy spirit right. you know so it's it's a it's a completely different spirit on them for and sure. give thanks for that that's another little blessing like yeah. all these things that we're talking about are blessings little blessings hitting blessings mm-hmm. big blessings mm-hmm. profound blessings they they all fall under the category of 
blessings. Now, you can do what most do, you know, most worldly people, and not thank God and just go about your day and, you know, it's just another day, it's just another dollar, it's just another thing. Or you can surrender it all to God and say, thank you. I thank you for all these blessings that you give me, all the ways that you protect me that are blessings, all the ways that you provide for me that are blessings, all the way, ways that you uh, meet my needs that are blessings. You know, whether I see it or I don't see it, I thank you for these blessings, Lord. Without them, without you, I would be nothing. I would have nothing. So you can do one of two things. We have a choice. We can either fall under the curse and, and live in the world and and eventually go to hell where you'll spend all eternity, you know, hating yourself for not listening and not making the one right choice, which is accepting Jesus Christ. Or you can fall under grace and come to Jesus, thank him for the gift of his dying on the cross, be saved, spend all eternity with him and be blessed. Now being blessed doesn't mean you're going to win the lottery. doesn't mean you're going to live in big swanky houses and have, you know, bank accounts flush with money that's not the blessing we're talking about things are going to give you total happiness anyway so yeah yeah you're, you're never going to be completely happy with material things you know you're always going to want more and and never be satisfied and it's the same way with people who you know jump from partner to partner to partner in relationships right. you're never going to be totally happy because everyone is flawed every single person on this planet is flawed we're all sinners we all fall short of the glory of god so you're going to find something about someone that you don't like and you're going to like someone better for a time mm. not seeing their flaws you know right. so it's the same thing with material things you're never going to truly be happy and that's why i say the only true happiness in this life is through jesus christ and through a personal close personal relationship with him right nothing else is going to bring it or do it or satisfy you like he will if if you want to know more about jesus christ please reach out to justin and i we can be found on facebook ali uh hoffman and justin hoffman uh our groups um it's godly women on uh a, a, a prayer group (laughs) <laughs> godly women a prayer group and then there's iron sharpens iron, iron for iron. for you yeah, um iron. you can reach out to us on email at biblecoffeetalk.com b-i-b-l-e-c-a-w-f-e-e-t-a-l-k.com please reach out to us and let us know um let us know what you think of this podcast if you have any uh other suggestions for future podcasts if you need prayer please reach out to us. We would love to hear from you. I think our next podcast, uh, just giving you uh, listeners a little heads up, is going to be on pornography. Yes. That's, that's yes. the next podcast we're going to do. Yeah, we're, we're putting a lot into the next podcast, so you're going to want to listen to that. It's going to be very... Uh, a doozy! In, it's going to be a doozy! It's going to be a doozy. It's going to be in-depth. <laughs> it's going to be controversial. Yep. A lot of the things we're, we're going to say are going to need to be called out with regards to pornography, and I think a lot of those things need to be said, so tune into our next podcast There'll, for sure. There will be um, an um, advisory warning on that, so if you have small children, wear headphones, wear earplugs, usher them out of the room. Uh, yeah, not safe for, for children. The next podcast, it's adult content, so I'm just going to put that out there for that um yeah so that is our podcast for today uh do you want to say a closing prayer honey yeah yeah uh lord jesus we just thank you lord for speaking to our listeners and reaching out to them and putting in their heart what you need them to hear through 
your gospel, Lord, and thank you, Jesus, for touching hearts and for, you know, working your Holy Spirit through our mm-hmm. podcast today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, guys, thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you later. Bye for now. God bless. God bless. Bye-bye. Bible Coffee Talk with the Hoffmans. What? You're still here? Podcast's over. Go home. Go.